At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the DC City Cast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. DC City Cast on a Monday, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Frank Hanrahan from Beeson. Hope you had a decent uh, weekend. This weather stinks. I want it to be warm. I'm not. I'm not uh, digging this. Putting back on layers and layers of clothes. It's a killer, man. It's a killer. Uh, by the way, coming up here on the DC City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. We're going to dive into the Wizards. Maybe the coach should have been listening to us uh, the whole time because now the young guys are starting to play and starting to blossom like the cherry blossoms. <laughs> it's like, hello. It's not that hard. It's not that difficult. Sometimes it's just basic stuff. It's just basic. Go with the young guys, see what you have. And they beat Golden State last night. They get uh, Chicago tomorrow night. Blooming like those cherry blossoms. Capitals, winners over the weekend. Apples being thrown onto the ice for Nicky Backstrom, celebrating his 1,000th point. He scored. Fans throw apples on the ice. Good stuff. Caps in action tonight. It's a feel-good time for the Washington Capitals. We'll get into that as well. And, of course, NCAA tournament. I told you about Duke, and I'm sure a lot of people did too. That was the most obvious winner of the weekend. When I talked to you on Friday, I said, you got to just lay the lumber on Duke. Minus the four against Arkansas. They are not only destined with Coach Mike Krzyzewski's final season, but they're just playing at a really high level right now. And that number was was way too low, in my opinion. Wasn't scared off of it by, by any means. And we rode with the uh, Duke Blue Devils, as, as much as it pains me to say. 
Uh, it does pain me to say, but they're back in the Final Four. It's not as painful when you got money on them. Yeah, it hurts a little bit, but the fact of the matter was that was uh, that was just a handout on Saturday night. Saturday night, right? Yeah, handout. Uh, Villanova, too, coming through yet again to the Final Four. North Carolina taking care of St. Peter's. Uh, great story. But at minus eight and a half, that too also was uh, it was a nice uh, victory for North Carolina. And uh, who rounds out the final four? Oh, Kansas. My God. What a second half, right? If you had Kansas, I think they were it's like minus one and a half in the second half. What an easy victory. They win by 26, outscoring Miami 47-15. It was 35-29 at halftime. And then Kansas just uh, just demolished Miami. So I hope you had a good weekend. Like I said, my only play was Duke on Saturday. That was the big the big tuna. And now we got to look ahead towards the uh, Final Four come Saturday. And of course, we'll do that as we get set uh, for the weekend. But we got plenty of days to break down, discuss, analyze, and dissect. Uh, the final four. But I do want to start off with the Wizards victory last night. Hey, anytime you beat uh, Draymond Green is a win. There are a lot of uh, people that love Draymond Green. I am not one of those. Not a big fan of Draymond Green. Don't like it. Not one bit. I mean, I'm so old school. I don't like the fact when players go on other players' podcasts. Like Bradley Beal went on Draymond Green's podcast to talk about the Wizards. And they're playing each other, even though I know Beal's injured. Draymond Green is, um, you know, folks are arguing about him being a Hall of Famer. And, oh, they're so much better with him. That's fine. Okay, you can argue that. But he's the classic, I'd only want him as a teammate. I hate to play against him. And any time you can beat him, that's a win. So the Wizards beating Golden State and Draymond Green, that's a big time. That's a double whammy. Love it. Why don't I like Draymond Green? Well, there are many reasons why I don't like Draymond Green. But I think you know why. I mean, dude, remember he would kick people in the gonads and just flail to referees. Just, he's just, I don't, I don't like him. Don't like him one bit. Don't like Golden State either, even though they didn't have Steph Curry, who's back watching the NCAA tournament. Like, what is that like nowadays, right? Because Steph Curry is injured. He's got like a stress or a sprained foot or something. (laughs) Air quotes. This day and age, you know, the slightest little tinge and you're sitting for weeks and they catch him watching the NCAA tournament. Now, I guess he can walk to the tournament. I guess it's okay to put pressure on it. But again, it's optics. Like if you want to be hurt, you should be at home like resting and rehabbing. But if I'm a teammate, I mean, again, he's a Hall of Famer. It's hard to question Steph Curry. But did anybody's light bulb go off on that? Like, why is he at the West region when Golden State's on the road? Like, this is weird. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> making all that money, making millions of dollars, and he's okay to just go and, I, I guess he can do whatever he wants. But maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm the insane one. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm I'm a lunatic. So it's good that the Wizards beat Golden State and Steve Kerr, who, you know, a couple, three weeks ago was complaining about how his team had to play a back-to-back so he didn't travel his best players. Um. You know, it's just basketball. You get on the court, you try to score baskets. That's it. Play some defense, run up and down. Not rocket science. Apparently, that's how they want to make you think that they're awesome at what they do because everything is so goddamn complicated, right? It's not. 
And that's what the Wizards finally figured out. You know what? It's not that hard. It's not that complicated. Let's trot out our younger players. Let's see what they can do. And they finally did it. Corey Kispert was fantastic last night. Hey, the young kids. Rui Hachimura a couple games ago had a poster dunk at Detroit in that victory, which, by the way, I gave out the Pistons. That was a big, fat loser on Friday. And Denny Avdia, best, best stretch of his career right now. And we said this here on the DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. Just roll them out. See how they respond. Okay, one game, they're not good. Don't bench them. Put them back out there. See how they can recover from a bad outing. Mentally, these kids are tough. I give them that. Rui Hachimura only had six points last night, but he got the start. He had that big jam against Detroit. He showed some emotion, some enthusiasm. That's what we want to see as Wizards fans and as Wizards critics. Show me some life. And they did against Golden State. So all of a sudden, (laughs) the Wizards have have won back-to-back games. And did you see that stat? First time they've won back-to-back games since mid-January. Oh, my God, man. But a win is a win, and that's good. 19 and 18 at home, 32 and 42 overall. They beat Golden State, a team that's going to be contending for the NBA championship. And uh, just a quick look at the futures of who the favorites are. Still, Phoenix Suns, that's my squad, at plus 300. Nets, plus 500. Bucks, plus 650. And there's Golden State at plus 700. That's obviously with a healthy Steph Curry. Didn't play yesterday, but they beat him with Green. They beat him with Wiggins. They beat him with Klay Thompson. Solid home victory. As I mentioned, Hachimura got the start, only six points. Corey Kispert got the start again. 25 points, 9 of 12 shooting, 6 of 9 from threes. I think he's already surpassed Bradley Beal for uh, rookie um, three balls made in a season. So he's trending up. He's getting confidence. This is what we said. Just put him out there. You're not going anywhere. Porzingis, 23-9 and and 6. Sato got the start at 9 points. Caldwell Pope, again, we know what we have in him, but I guess you got to play him. He had 22 points, hit some threes. He's actually perfect from the field. 8 of 8. Did not miss. Then off the bench, Abdia had uh, 14 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists. And the Wizards never trailed uh, for the most part in this game. They're up 28-24 after the first, and they... Uh, won the game by eight and now they got the Chicago Bulls come tomorrow now we know that they are not um, tanking they're trying to win trying to get over that 34 and a half total from the start of the season of wins and losses and we'll talk about the Bulls that come into town tomorrow but that's another very good test and and like we said we're down on our hands and knees just begging coach Wes hey just just continue what you're doing Play those young guys, not rocket science. Get them out there and and see what shakes out. And so far, so good. Well, at least the last couple games have been pretty good for these younger players. And that is all that Wizards fandom uh, wants to see. So we'll get into the Wizards uh, tomorrow as they uh, host the Chicago Bulls on a special night, I think, in the nation's capital. Capitals uh, victorious over the weekend. I think I gave the puck line on Friday night, and they did not cover that. Uh, They had a shootout victory at Buffalo. Then they had a home victory 
against the New Jersey Devils. And now they are on the, uh, actually still at home uh, tonight. Uh, a lot of hockey as they host the Carolina Hurricanes. Ooh, this is going to be a juicy one. And this is what I like about betting hockey is um, the fact that the Caps are home dogs. Power of the dog. <laughs> you know, <laughs> sorry, that was bad. Had to throw in some Oscar reference uh, in this show because that's what everybody's talking about, the dumb Oscars and dumb rich people and just totally uh, different world, man. So I, I can't even, it's like, it's trying to uh, it's trying to analyze uh, stuff that you have no idea about. It's like, it's a, just a different, it's just a different, world the hollywood scene so i can't <laughs> it's incredible <laughs> hey here's a tip don't take yourself too seriously my god give me hundreds of millions of dollars and <laughs> hey bring it on i'll be good nothing's gonna make me uh uh crack except if my check starts to bounce uh anyways there's my two cents on that uh so the caps are underdogs tonight Against Carolina, yes, Carolina, one of the best teams in hockey, but the Caps are red hot. They've won two straight. Nikki Backstrom playing well. Ovi scored again the other night. This is a great spot to take the home team, the Washington Capitals. They are plus 110. Now, the value is not great, but they're considered the underdog. Total six. It's going to be a grinder. Because it always is, man. Always a sweat. But in this specific spot, I love home dogs in hockey. And that's the Capitals tonight. As they're starting to make that push, man, for the uh, postseason. So give me the Caps tonight against the Carolina Hurricanes at home. It's a good time to be a Capitals backer. Straight ahead, DC City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. NC2A tournament. We will break down what happened over the weekend. Some early thoughts on what's going to shake down on Saturday. The numbers, of course, are already out at Bet River Sportsbook. I'll give you my sort of my early tingle, my early feel for this. Um, and uh, plenty more as the DC City Cast rolls on. Presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Frank Hanrahan from VEASAN. No more football, no problem. Bet River Sportsbook serves up tennis, soccer, hockey, college, and pro basketball and more. Don't miss out on Bet Rivers' many daily specials or try your hand at live player props or same game parlays. No matter what you bet on, you can count on your withdrawal approval happening fast with more than 80% of withdrawals approved instantly at Bet Rivers. Get started with life after football with the Bet Rivers app. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth, must be 21, playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Please do me a favor, download and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast. Monday edition of the DC CityCast. Always presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Download that app right now. Check them out, betrivers.com. As I mentioned, we have the Final Four all set for this Saturday. It was a thing of beauty for some of these teams and how they handle their business. And for other squads that fall out of the tournament it's how you do not take care of what you can control i think i said on friday 
and I realized this right before tip because I think I I think I did a, a couple brackets of for money or whatever and no just one actually I did two brackets one for my friend my son's friends families and then one for another friend of mine for to raise money for a trip or something so actually there's no really money involved when I filled out these brackets and I actually had Purdue to win it all in one of them. And I realized that right before they played St. Peter's. Because, <laughs> you know, who remembers who they picked literally like two weeks ago, right? I mean, that's how it is these days. We have so much going on. I was like, I thought I picked Tennessee. Let me just make sure. Who, who did I have? I Oh, okay, I have Purdue. And I said to you on Friday that let's just enjoy St. Peter's Purdue. I'm not going to give out a pick. It was a huge number. Purdue was minus 13 and a half. Money line was plus 650 for St. Peter's. Everybody and their mom was like, well, we know St. Peter's isn't going to win. It's just whether they can cover or not. And let's keep that in mind the next time a game like that comes around. Because not only, as we know, St. Peter's not only covered, they won outright. But since I realized that I had Purdue in one of my brackets, one of my two brackets, I started rooting for Purdue, and I felt cheap, and I felt bad because I should have been rooting for St. Peter's and just jumping up and down, going, this is incredible, the Peacocks, 2,600 students, tiny squad, 15th seed, trying to make it farther than any other squad in the history of the tournament. But here I am getting pissed at Purdue because they're turning the ball over up four, fouling three-point shooters, not fouling people when they have to, looking like uh, deer in headlights when they've got two top 10 NBA picks allegedly. And I'm screaming and yelling at the top of my lungs even though I really didn't have a dog in the fight. And that's why... It sucks sometimes when you have a heavy favorite because I should have been able to root for St. Peter's. I should have been able to, to bask in the glow of St. Peter's, but I couldn't. I didn't do it. Instead, I'm saying, what in the world is Purdue doing? And anybody that was tweeting or texting you about Purdue, clearly they had a monetary interest because that's the only way you would have cared about Purdue. <laughs> Unless you went there. <laughs> I see all these people tweeting like, Purdue, what are you doing, bro? Come on. Like, okay, they obviously have money on the Boilermakers. And if you had a money line, man, I feel you. It's going to be a long week trying to recoup those losses. And then heading into Sunday's game against North Carolina. Now, I did not bet on the game. I didn't have any interest in the game. But it, it was almost as if... These big Power Five conferences finally figured out and said, you know what, we cannot give these guys any sort of belief or room for an opportunity to give us pause and make us freak out and get tight and get really tentative and fail in the moment like Purdue and North Carolina, to their credit. It was almost as if blowing that 25-point lead against Baylor just just set them up for success the rest of the tournament. Like, okay, we can blow a 25-point lead, still win in overtime. Okay, we're going to face a team that everybody's rooting for in St. Peter's. Yeah, we're eight-and-a-half-point dogs or eight-and-a-half-point favorites. And from the moment the, the ball was tipped, it was over. They suffocated St. Peter's, gave them no life, win by 20. It was an easy victory. And these type of wins and the way that they are handling their business – Make squads like Carolina and Villanova, who, if you look at the futures bets at betrivers.com, 
Those would be my two plays because they are allegedly longer shots than Duke and Kansas. Excuse me. Now, I know Duke looked very good. I know Kansas looked very good, but, you know, the value is not that great. Duke is plus 135. That's it to win the championship. Kansas plus 200. But their line is in wake is Villanova at plus 475 and North Carolina at 550. Those would be the two teams I'd put money on to get some return. Now, I've said that this tournament is wide open, and it is because you had number one seed Baylor go down, number one seed Gonzaga go down, number one seed, uh, who am I forgetting in the one seeds? Well, you get you get the idea. You get the idea. So you still have blue bloods, but, you know, still wide open. It's still There's no clear-cut team again in the Final Four that just screams to you, this is the team. Duke, right now, because they're riding high momentum and Coach K's final swan song, favorite to win it all now. Gonzaga was a favorite to win it all from the jump. Where are they? Two weeks ago, I said Villanova would be a hell of a pick at plus 1,400 or something to win the title. They're down to plus 475. Carolina, boy, oh boy, nobody had them as an eight seed. They're at plus 550. I know Villanova lost one of their key players, too, uh, to an Achilles. That hurts. But sometimes that can rally a squad, right? We've seen this storyline many times. Maybe that will help lift Villanova and bring them even further together. And look at Villanova, man. They've been to the Final Four, what? Last time was 2018, but it's been, it's been a weird couple years, so it doesn't even feel like it was that long ago. So hard to bet against Jay Wright. So hard to bet against uh, Bill Self, Mike Krzyzewski, and Hubert Davis, the outlier, as a first-year coach. So many storylines going into this weekend. And that's why it's so hard to um, pick a side. But again, my initial feeling is take one of those longer shots to win the whole thing. You get a great value in either North Carolina or Villanova. As far as the games are concerned, uh, I'm sure you know this, but in case you don't, the uh, current lines right now at BetRivers.com, first game, Kansas is minus 4.5 over Villanova. The total is 133. I think we said on Friday uh, that total with Villanova and uh, Houston was 128 at Bed Rivers. That was something to behold. <laughs> 50-44 final. Duke had more points in the first half than Houston had for the entire game. It was a slugfest. I expect the same thing in this one. I don't think right now on a Monday that it's going anywhere near 133. It'll be like 65-60 type game. Kansas in that first half was so tentative against Miami. They only put up 75 and went way under the total. Or 70. It was 70, right? 70. Uh, was it 75 what was the final of Kansas? My God, why can't I remember? Um, hold on. It was it was under the total. Like 11 of the last 12 games in the tournament. 76-50, so that's 126. 11 of the last 12 games in the tournament have gone under. Credible stat. And I expect nothing different this weekend. New rim, new dome, who dis? Uh, I like the under in that uh, first game. Villanova and Kansas. Now the total in the North Carolina Duke game is 150 and a half, man. And the line is Duke minus four and a half. So both games minus four and a half. 
Uh, money line, Duke is minus 220. Carolina's plus 180. Remember, Carolina handled Duke, and I know it's different. I know it's been a couple weeks, but it's not like Carolina's going in there with, with shaky knees and saying, oh, God, we got, huh, this is going to be tough. And they had the whole handshake thing after the game. So, big rivalry game. Gotta love it. And on paper right now at BetRivers.com, they got Duke at minus four and a half. And my initial thinking is I don't want to hedge this. I don't want to emotionally hedge it. I like uh, I like to root against Duke. So, if I was going to play this, and we'll get closer to it this weekend is what we're going to do. I like Carolina in this spot plus four and a half. I do because the thinking is, boy, Duke's red hot, favorite, Coach K. They'll cover the line like they did against Arkansas. But Carolina's playing better than Arkansas right now. Not sure exactly what Arkansas was doing. They couldn't they couldn't handle anything against Duke. It was it was a it, maybe they just ran out of gas. I don't know. But in this spot I like Carolina plus a four and a half. And um Villanova, Kansas. I kind of like the dogs too, so I like the power of the dog in both these games. But it could, it could, it could change. <laughs> it could change before Saturday. <laughs> All right. So those are my early thoughts on the uh, Final Four on the men's side. When we return here on the DC Citycast, presented by Bet River Sportsbook, we will uh, give out some winners tonight. I had a, D, I think I had a mixed bag over the weekend. Mixed bag. Hung my hat on Duke minus the four against Arkansas. NBA, I think I was one and one on Friday because I gave out the Wizards to cover Detroit. They, I mean, sorry, Detroit to cover the Wizards. They didn't. Wizards with an outright winner. I did. Uh, I gladly gave out Houston Rockets on Friday as a favorite on the road at Portland, and they came through. So let's get back into some things for this evening. Have some fun tonight at BetRivers.com. We'll return right after this. DC City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Frank Hanrahan from Beeson. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth, must be 21, playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1 DC CityCast rolls on on a uh, Monday uh, in the uh, nation's capital. Chilly, cold, dreary. Not a fan of this weather. My God, can it just, I mean, it's officially spring, but it doesn't feel like it. And we got to get hot tonight in the NBA. Checking out BetRivers.com. I got a couple games that I love. Uh, Maybe you should fade me on that. But again, I had a mixed weekend. I... I need to go over the totals. I'll probably have that for you tomorrow. But uh, I know that I did give out Duke on Saturday. I um, My losers, I, I did touch the Villanova game because Villanova, even though they were dogs, winners. How do they have Villanova's underdogs to Houston? Well, that's, you know, there for a reason. Houston won a 20 from three ball range. Villanova made all their free throws. So the The separation is so tiny sometimes in these games and that's why um watching it just as a fan like not even thinking about the number or thinking about totals whatever when a team gets an offensive rebound it just drives me crazy like so many balls loose and you just see one team is just a little more aggressive and that's a team that usually 
gets the job done, like Villanova. Sometimes Houston was just ball watching. Same with Arkansas against Duke. Like Duke was just was just hungrier. And that sounds really basic and cliche, but there are just some moments where you you say there are three guys and nobody converges on the ball, gives an extra shot, and it's usually a three, right? It's usually always that big swing play where a team doesn't get a rebound, other squad gets a second look, and it's usually a huge shot. Those are crushers. There's so many moments in games where you go, that's it right there. Like Purdue, man, against St. Peter's, they had the ball up four. After going on a four-zip run, still have the ball, and their best player just loses the ball out of bounds. And then they foul a three-point shooter. Yes, I'm still a little bitter. And that was the game with like four minutes left. You go, up, oh, there it is. Now St. Peter's is only down by one. After Purdue had the ball up four, they turn it over, foul, threes in a row. Now it's down to one, and now you, the momentum is clearly shifted. Now Purdue gets tight. And we're into the point of the tournament, though, where I don't think – the stage is going to be too bright for any of these teams. That's the beauty of it, right? You know, okay, Duke and Carolina, they're not going to be that super tight. They'll be nervous, but they're not going to make really bad decisions based on their anxiety level. And the same goes for uh, Kansas and Villanova. Now the playing field is totally level. There's no one squad who's who's not supposed to be there. All these teams are, are <laughs> where they expected to be. And so that, when we think about handicapping this game, that also comes into play. And that's why I like both underdogs in these games. Again, we'll get into that as we get closer to the uh, to the weekend. Let's get into what I like tonight in the NBA. My God, Houston Rockets are underdogs tonight. Um Again, as expected, they are getting seven and a half points at home against the San Antonio Spurs. I look at this and I go, eh, you know what? Um, The road team has covered the spread in each of the Spurs' last seven games. The uh, Spurs, we we know what to expect from them with the Coach Popovich team. Um, Houston coming off uh, cover a couple nights ago. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Spurs in this one minus the seven and a half on the road against the Rockets. We'll uh, we'll ride against uh, the the Houston squad that um, is is just not very good. So give me the Spurs minus the seven and a half tonight. And then I, I I look out farther west and I see that one of the worst teams in the NBA is favored on the road, and that is the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now Friday Houston was favored uh, at Portland. They covered. Although Houston was a bigger favorite at three and a half. Tonight, Oklahoma City is minus one and a half at Portland. Blazers have lost each of the last nine against Western Conference opponents, and the Thunder have covered the spread in each of the last six games. The Thunder pushed the Denver Nuggets in Denver. The Thunder were 17 point underdogs at Denver and almost pulled out the game. I like the Oklahoma City Thunder tonight. Yes, I'm betting on a team that could be uh, headed straight for the lottery for five straight years. But hey, man, they showed a little fight the other night at Denver. Almost won outright, being 17 point dogs. Yes, their record is 21 and 53. They're 1 and 9 in their last 10 are the Oklahoma City Thunder. They're playing a Blazers team who are 2 and 8 in their last 10. They've lost three straight. So two bad squads meeting. 
Road team is favored, minus one and a half. Excuse me, give me Oklahoma City, minus one and a half tonight. So already I've given you out the Spurs, minus seven and a half. Uh, Oklahoma City, minus one and a half. And then this one doesn't make much sense to me either. The Celtics, fresh off a, a, a victory yesterday, visit the Toronto Raptors. And this is the here's the reason why the number is where it is because nine of the Celtics' last ten games on the second leg of a back to back have gone over the total points points line, so a lot of points are expected. But the Celtics have won eleven of their last twelve, and yet they are four and a half point dogs tonight at Toronto. Uh, red flags everywhere go up here. Why are the Raptors favored by four and a half? Celtics are fighting for the number one spot. In fact, they're tied for the number one spot. The Raptors, impressive, man. Give them their due. They've, they're 8-10 and 10 in their last 10. They've won two straight. And they're home tonight, minus 4.5 against the Celtics, who have won six straight. Ooh, this is a heavyweight battle late in the season. Uh, my gut says Toronto Raptors because I thought the number would be a little closer. Be like two or three, but yet it's the Raptors minus four and a half. Why? Oh, why? (laughs) I'll take the Boston Celtics tonight plus the four and a half going against my gut. Going against, going contrarian here. And taking the Boston Celtics. And the Bulls, who visit the uh, Wizards tomorrow, first of a back-to-back. Bulls are minus three and a half at the Knicks. Knicks fresh off a victory as well. Knicks have failed to cover the spread in 13 of their last 14 home games against teams that held a winning record. Thank you, Bet Rivers, for that tip. I'll get, I'll take the Bulls minus the three and a half. Solely on that trend. That's a great trend. That's something great to have. So give me the Bulls minus three and a half. Give me the Celtics plus the four and a half. Spurs minus seven and a half. And we're tallying it out with the OKC Thunder, okay, at minus one and a half tonight at the uh, Portland Trail Blazers. So uh, before I go, I guess I got to, you know, give my two cents about this whole Oscar thing, uh, which whatever, but I will. Because I was actually watching it and I turned it away. I was watching it because my daughter wanted to see the Encanto performance. So I watched that. Then I turned it off, and then I get a text about Will Smith, and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, you know, hey, he's, he's up for best actor or whatever, like King Richard. It was a good movie about tennis. I love tennis. It was fine. Uh, he was okay in it. I thought he was pretty good. I didn't, I didn't really see any of the other uh, nominees, so it was hard for me to gauge if he was the best, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's a different world out there. And I said, oh, well, yeah, no. He's like, no, no, no. And he sent me the link to one of those unsolicited um, – or unedited versions of what happened. And uh, it's quite something. <laughs> I'm shaking my head. Uh, 
Because I asked my wife about it, or my wife told me, she said, you know what, if somebody said that about me and you went up and slapped somebody about it, I'd be mortified. And there's your answer. Because I've seen a lot of people say, oh, well, what would you have done if somebody talked about your wife like that? Exactly what my wife just said. Don't do something that would make her totally embarrassed and uh, scarred for the rest of her life. By showing that you're defending her honor by slapping a dude. And that's pretty much where I stand on that. She would be mortified if I did something like that. Think about that. You think in the moment, oh, I got to go show my uh, whatever I'm feeling right now. And then what made it worse was his post his post game press conference <laughs> when he won the award, talking about how he's a vessel of love, even though he just went up and smacked somebody and all this criticism. I can't take it anymore. And I saw some athletes actually tweet about like, "Oh, I'd love to do this to some of my critics." Like, really, bro? Really? Come on. It's a different world when you make that much money or in the public spotlight. I know it's hard. I know it's difficult. I know it is. But you got to keep your hands to yourself, as they tell the young kids in uh, kindergarten. Keep your hands to yourself. So what's the fallout going to be? Who knows? I'm sure they'll have a nice TV special and they'll hug and kiss and, and get it all over with and be nice. But, you know, Will Smith had the chance to say, I'm sorry. Um and he didn't. This sounds really familiar, right? Like Jawan Howard. After the fact, he, he apologizes. Not right after the fact. It was like a week later or two days later. He should have been up there during the acceptance speech going, hey, that was out of control. I'm sorry, man. That was bad. You said something about my wife. I was pissed. Should have handled it differently. Yada, yada. Like, it's not that hard. Like, we don't have to do a deep psychological dive into all of this about what it means and how it sets this and that on or whatever. No, just he, he flipped in the moment. They should apologize. Chris Rock should say, yeah, I got to figure out how better to to read the room next time. My bad. So there, there's my two cents on that. If they were actually going to get in the ring, I'd take Will Smith, you know, here, here till Sunday. I mean, Chris Rock is a, a tiny man. <laughs> That's just so ridiculous. <laughs> but it just also shows how small our world is. Like everybody has an opinion on it. I'm sorry I had to give it. I just wanted to give it because it's just so, to me, it's, it's just like, it's another world. It's like trying to break down aliens. Like I, I just can't relate. Um, so, <laughs> so just to recap tonight, we got the, uh, we got the NBA plays. Oh, let's start with the caps. I got the caps um, in hockey. At home as an underdog. I like that. Uh, give me Oklahoma City as a road favorite. That never happens, so you got to take them. Spurs road favorite minus 7.5 at Houston. Celtics plus the 4.5. And, and the Bulls, who are in town tomorrow to face the Wizards, at minus 3.5. So it looks like the Wizards are trying to play the season out. Respect to them for that at least. Two in a row. We'll see if they can get three tomorrow. We'll break that down. Plus many more. Do not forget to follow us along here at J Frank Hanran on Twitter at Bed Rivers. Download that app right now. Have some fun tonight. And at VEASAN Live. Talk to you tomorrow. DC CityCast presented by Bed River Sportsbook. Frank Hanran from VEASAN. See you.